Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Hello and welcome to the Dave Recap Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and I'm here to break down every episode of the hit FXX comedy series. If you're a fan of Lil Dicky and his unique brand of hilarious, reverent comedy, then this is the podcast for you. So sit back, relax, and let's submerge ourselves into the world of Dave. This episode, season three, episode nine, I'm sorry, episode eight, Met Gala, came out May 17th, 2023, directed by Katao Sakurai. Sakurai. In this episode, uh, another episode, I couldn't help but uh, expect the worst. I know I said in the last episode that I'm going to try not to stress out. Uh, but I can't help it, because this episode, Dave has a powerful and overwhelming plan to inflate his status at the Met Gala and pump everyone up to the idea we need to save the environment. I also learn about the artist Jack Harlow, who i never known before, uh, although I had heard his music after looking him up, but didn't didn't know that that's who it was. But I also found out that Jack Harlow has a lot in common with Dave. Very, very interesting. Uh, there's a lot of great cameos in this episode, obviously, as Dave goes to the Met Gala, uh, as I expected. And uh, Gaeta, determined to, quote-unquote, win the mental health panel that he is a part of, which Els joins Gaeta at this panel as uh, just as support. And trying to tell him it's not a competition. We also see Gaeta the most happiest he's ever been. Like, giddy, happy Gaeta. Very fun to see him in that kind of uh, headspace. Uh, and also, we see Allie joining Dave's team after an unfortunate misunderstanding at her school. Leaving her unsure about her future as a teacher. So let's get into this episode. Robin, still at Dave's place. They are experimenting with uh, different condiments uh, to be used for hand jobs. Turns out hummus, apparently a bit too granular. Not the greatest. Uh, and he shows her a secret passageway that he has in his house, kind of showing her around uh, his, his place still. So no, really not sure if she's still there from the initial forget she was supposed to be there for like two weeks she was visiting so i'm not sure if it's still within that two weeks or if maybe she is continuing to stay after that either way she's still there uh we have some handheld camera footage uh dave using emma's camera that she left at his place and this is where i couldn't help but get stressed out right because I know there's a possibility maybe Dave erased some footage that was on that camera, which I don't think it's as easy to do on digital cameras. But the idea of recording over the footage that she took for this documentary uh, is stressing me out. Stressing me out. But uh, this is where I'm starting to get stressed. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Despite saying that I wouldn't get stressed out anymore, it just it, it happens. The, the show knows how to stress me out. Uh, Dave finds her bear mace, Robin's bear mace, by the the uh, bed or on the bed while they're kissing. 
Uh, he decides to move that out of the room along with a crossbow, apparently, that Dave has. Robin sees an update about their adopted elephant, has a friend, and Dave tells her they should go visit their elephant son in Africa so that their son knows who his parents are. Dave's phone begins to blow up like Mike's, like the bus <laughs> by Mike. Uh, the Mike's trying to get a hold of Dave. Uh, and it's to go to his fitting at the Met Gala, which Robin didn't know anything about. She's very impressed that he's going. And Dave kind of trying to play it off like he doesn't care. It's no big deal. Obviously, we know Dave. Dave, the way he pretends to not want attention, the way he pretends to not care about being part of the the society of famous people is, is adorable. Uh, cut to Allie at school talking to a student about a boy who sexualizing her on TikToks. And uh, Allie finds out that that boy has also done the same thing to her. And she sees the video. She rushes out of the class to go track this boy down, finds him, this tall kid, uh, demands that he delete his post. Uh, then she, he starts calling her War Dick uh, instead of, obviously, her, her actual last name. Uh, and she goes in on him about announcing that he, you know, basically they're out in the hallway at the school and she is telling, she is regurgitating all the things that he said in her video, right? Trying to embarrass him, but also not knowing the context, all you see or all somebody else would see if they walked in uh, into this situation is an adult teacher saying that, she wants to have sex or with this student. Obviously, with context, knowing she is just trying to embarrass him. But obviously, not, not a good idea for her. Uh, and, uh, of course, this is another moment where I get nervous. Like, this is not good. And immediately, uh, she gets called by, I believe, a principal Caesar. Um, and asked that uh, she go talk now. And to she, after, you know, Allie kind of yelling at this kid, you want to fuck me, Bo? You want to fuck me? And then the principal shows up. It's like, you should probably not be saying that. We need to talk. Cut to her reading an email informing her that she's immediately been suspended as they begin their investigation, yada, yada. We'll see what this turns up. So probably she's not going to have a job. Um, finally, also... Something that I was nervous about actually blowing up in somebody's face. So that was nice that it wasn't just a misdirect as so many of these other things are. Uh, and I was thinking maybe this is the beginning of things actually blowing up in people's faces. And maybe their past coming back to haunt them. I had the idea a few episodes ago that maybe the end of this season will be similar to the Seinfeld finale where all of their past transgressions come back to haunt them. And I'm thinking maybe all of the times where I got nervous and assumed something was going to happen. For example, the fan who gave Dave the cement head of himself, that character I thought was going to come back and be an issue. Like if all of these things that I felt were going to be an issue and ended up not being issue an issue 
I would not be surprised if this season ends with all of those things and Dave, like, being canceled. I could easily see that happening, right? It would be the fall. He's getting everything he wanted, and then at the end of it, he gets canceled. I wouldn't be surprised. Come to find out, she's, at, she's getting the email while with Dave, helping him pick out his outfit because he, she's the only person that can pick out his outfits, help him pick out his outfits for the Met Gala. Uh, and she, whoa. Oh, great. And he's he's wearing what looks like a costume, like so many. The things that people wear at these Met Galas is absolutely ridiculous. But this costume, it looks like he's this wearing a superhero costume for like the the superhero's name would be like Mesh Man, right? It almost looks like if you were to zoom in on like a bro braided like mesh type of netting or something like that. Uh, that's almost what this texture of this costume looks like. This like sloppy here superhero costume. Um, and it's just ridiculous what people wear to the Met Gala. I mean, it is. They, I mean, it's just so ridiculous. But I, at the same time, if I were ever, I can't imagine <laughs> that being something that would be in my reality where I would go to the Met Gala. But I would 100% wear the most ridiculous thing also. I mean, it's, it, it's almost like a competition to see who can wear the most ridiculous thing. Mike is also there at this fitting. Dave is jealous about this guy named Jack Harlow, which at the moment I'm like, I, I am assuming this is a made-up person. I have never heard of Jack Harlow. But apparently he did something at a past Met Gala that Dave is like jealous about. And, of course, Dave is only worried about himself, like, thinking the fans are, are obsessed about what Lil Dicky 2.0 is going to be, right? Everybody wants to know his first appearance since his, his death, his fake death, you know? What is Dave's next move? That's what Dave thinks everybody's, uh, that's what the public is, is curious about. Allie recommends being focused on a cause. Why don't you be focused on a cause? That'll be a good thing. And the stylist recommends uh, ghosts. He's like, you should be, you should like get into ghosts. People, that, that'll get people's attention. And then Allie recommends climate change. Uh, and it, it blows Dave's mind when he finds out that climate change exists <laughs> or that like we're headed towards a very catastrophic situation in the world as climate change continues to exist and billionaires and governments doing especially the american government doing very little to nothing to change anything uh because billionaires gotta be billionaires gotta make more money not the billions not enough multiple billions of dollars is enough gotta destroy existence to win some weird game of hoarding the most money but Dave asks Allie to make sure his platform is used for good. And it's perfect timing, right? He basically asking her to come on to the team to, to make sure that he makes decisions that are going to be good for the overall people, like to do good in the world or whatever, right? So perfect timing for her considering she probably just lost her job. 
and she's stoked about the whole thing. He's like, I don't know if you have the bandwidth for it with everything going on. She's like, yes, I have the bandwidth for it. Don't worry about that. Cut to Gaeta getting dropped off by his mom in his Beamer at this mental health panel. Apparently, her car got stolen in the driveway. She's, so she's going to be borrowing Gaeta's car. Uh, and she tells him not to think about all the things that she's going through with her stuff and just for him to focus on what he has to do. And Gaeta's stoked to be there, right? It's his first gig where it's just him, no little Dicky involved, and it's by far the most happy we've ever seen Gaeta. I mean, we've seen Gaeta happy, but he is, like, giddy. Like, there is a level of happiness that Gaeta is at that we have just never seen. Els also shows up supporting him. Uh, he kind of questions Gaeta's plan to give them the real N-words perspective on, on uh, being bipolar or mental health. Uh, Els is afraid he's going to scare all the white people in the, in the room. And Gaeta says, you know, he's the new, the new word he learned. Gaeta's new word that he learned is cogn cognitive dissonance. Right, and it's probably not the w definition of what he thinks. He probably doesn't understand fully what that means. Maybe he does. Either way, he's stoked that that's like this this word that he's been learning and wants to use. And Gaeta set on quote unquote winning the panel, which L's trying to let him know that's like this is not a competition. Like, you're just there. And he's like this. Everything's a competition, man. Cut to New York. Dave and the crew is in New York. He's wearing some crazy, I'm colorblind, so I don't know if these contacts are blue or purple, but they are they are very unrealistically colored contacts. Uh, and Dave sends Robin a pic, uh, and she's back in L.A. at his place. Uh, Ava is there with Mike. Uh, Ava thinks that it's cute that Dave has a girlfriend, but Dave doesn't like that definition. He defines it as casual sex with a fuck ton of heart, which I appreciate that kind of uh, that kind of definition. And Mike points out that he's thinking about her a lot, that he's thinking about her all the time, right? And he, but while Mike's saying this, uh, assumingly about Dave, he's looking at Ava. So you pick up pretty quick that Mike and Ava are having a conversation, but doing so through Dave which ends up just confusing Dave, right? Which Dave starts questioning if he should treat their relationship more serious. Like, are you, is that what it seems like, Mike? And then Ava says, no, you should keep it casual, right? It's better, right? As, as she's staring at Mike. And so it's kind of also clear that Dave doesn't know anything about the two of them. And Mike goes into how primal their sex is together. And Dave's like, no, no, no. We're pretty basic. It's just basically missionary. But I do look into her eyes. So that's different, right? So that's how you know it's passionate. Because I looked into her eyes, right? So Dave's trying to make their conversation that doesn't inf really include him trying to be about him. Uh, and uh, But Dave doesn't want this distraction, right? His designer shows him this animated mock-up, this demo of what Dave's outfit is going to do, right? And it turns out his outfit is going to turn Dave into a giant 40-foot globe of the world. 
and Ava warns him that he will be permanently banned from the gala if he does this. And in the demo, he sees as it inflates that like anybody that's around him is going to be smashed and and thrown to the side as this thing expands. So it's like it's it's a uh, it's a serious thing that he's going to do. People might get hurt. But Dave only cares about the world ending, right? He cares about his cause. Let's take a quick break right now to talk about, are you a fan of original artwork and live events? Look no further than the Many Faces series by Ray Taylor and the weekly live stream over at youtube.com slash inspired disorder. This ongoing series explores the endless possibilities of the human face through abstract ink paintings on paper, capturing unique expressions of emotion, mood, tone, and energy in just a few minimal features. Join me every Thursday at 4.20 Pacific Time as I paint live. Follow the Many Faces series and discover the endless possibilities of the human face. Don't miss out on this opportunity to be part of the action and own a piece of original artwork by me, Ray Taylor. Head to youtube.com slash inspired disorder every Thursday to catch the live stream and visit inspireddisorder.com to browse and purchase the many faces artwork. And now let's get back to the show. Cut to the red carpet. Bradley Cooper's there. MGK is there with Megan Fox. Uh, and the look on Dave is, Dave's face as he's kind of like waiting in line to go out onto the red carpet into the quote-unquote trigger zone the look on dave's face is that of like a suicide bomber who's pumping himself up to explode the infidels right like the intensity like in his eyes but brought back down to earth instantly when don Cheadle recognizes him uh and he says he's a fan and the death shit was dope Right. And Dave's like, what is going on? Ask Dave to hook up later. Him and Denzel are going to be smoking a joint. He should join them. And of course, Dave's like, what is going on? You want Don Cheadle smoke with Denzel? You? Yeah, okay. Let's do that. And Cheadle leaves. Dave right back, refocused on his mission. But it's clear that he really does care about this whole celebrity thing especially if they know who he is right anything that's gonna like pump up dave's ego he's all about uh, so dave finally gets a chance walks out onto the carpet reporters have no idea who he is like they're asking who he is one person saying he's the fake death man so it's it's out in the world it's not just his label that thinks he faked his own death as a pr stunt right Dave mutters kind of he has this speech about the environment, but he's not really projecting. He's just kind of muttering through this speech about climate change, uh, then kind of falls to his knees. And I'm not sure if his contact came out or if it just like went wonky in his eye, but he's like distracted on his knees. And of course, the next person that's going to come into the the trigger area is the the one and only Jack Harlow that Dave has an issue with. And this is when I had to look up. I was like, okay, this has got to be a person. So I Google Jack Harlow. I listened to the first music video that pops up. He's a good rapper, but he's also 
clearly chosen to be the nemesis of Dave because they share a lot of features. They have, they have a lot of similarities. Both white rappers, both tall, skinny, curly hair. Like they, the aesthetic of both of them, very similar. Rapping style, very different. But completely makes sense why Jack Harlow is the nemesis of Dave. So very, very similar to Lil Dicky. Everyone yelling at Dave to move along to let Jack Harlow in. Dave kind of collects himself and goes back to his plan, right? But interrupted by Don Cheadle coming back out. He's like, hey, this joint's not going to smoke itself. And Dave immediately abandons the plan. Just abort, abort, and goes run, kind of running up the stairs, tripping on the stairs up to, to go get to John, Don Cheadle and smoke that joint with him and, uh, and Denzel. And something tells me, this is where I'm getting nervous, another part, that like Jack Harlow is going to pull that rip card and he's going to get the press, right? So I'm thinking like Jack Harlow is going to get credit for Dave turning into the globe and, and uh, environmental issues uh, by using Dave. That would be, that's where I thought this was going to go. Once they get inside... It turns into this like celebrity fight club thing. The host says that you're all elite, but we need to find out who's the most elite. The, everybody's looking around. She's like, look around. Who do you despise? Who is your rival? And of course, Dave knows who his rival is. Then this guy named Olaf comes in with like this small medicine ball. And this, this, the announcer lady, she's like, this is the Met Ball. Right. As it, the literal interpretation of Met Ball. Um, and she's, this is oh, there's only one. And then someone bangs this gong and they announce two names. Travis Barker versus Phineas. And everybody's asking who Phineas is. I'm asking who's Phineas. And somebody in the crowd goes, that's Billy Eilish's brother. I'm like, oh, OK, good. Good to know. Thank you, TV show, for not making me Google that. I already had to look up. Jack Harlow. Uh, so Phineas is going to battle Travis Barker. And you see them kind of circling, getting prepared to fight. And they run at each other and just give each other a big hug because they, everybody's just trolling all the newcomers that thought that there was going to be some kind of Illuminati fight club going on. But it wasn't. Uh, and I was really hoping that it was going to be... I was really hoping it was going to... I wanted this show to go there. It's like, yes, let's see an Illuminati fight club. I want to see celebrities pretend to fight on this show. And I was like, then I had the idea, Dave's going to go in, and he's going to pull the ripcord and beat everybody. And that's when I thought, like, I'm thinking of all of these ways in which the fact this, this Chekhov's gun, right, this, this Chekhov's inflatable, 400-foot inflatable earth suit is going to be deployed in the worst or best way there's going to be this is going to happen just how is this going to happen so that's where i was at at this point in the show it's like oh dave's going to go in there and just pull the ripcord like it's going to be him versus jack harlow and jack harlow is going to be smashed everybody else is going to be smashed right and dave's going to be the king of the illuminati or whatever instead that doesn't happen because it's all fake 
After that, Jack Harlow wanders over to Dave and starts talking shit, laughing at him, right? Because he it's like Dave believed that it was going to be some like Illuminati fight club. But Dave fires back with some kind of climate change shit talking. And Jack introduces himself, right? Clearly suggesting that he doesn't even know who Dave is, uh, which I'm sure hurt Dave to for him to do that. Uh, and Dave is like, what, like my legal name? Because you know my artist name, right? And he's like, I walked so you could run, all right? You've created your image. You, you've created your career in my image. So my my analysis of Jack Harlow and their comparisons is, is further uh, represented here. Uh, and then they go back and forth talking shit. And Jack ends it by smelling Dave and telling him that he stinks, but that he likes it, like in a sexual way. Then he, like, asks if he has beef and then grabs his dick and says he has a whole slab. Like, a very interesting shit-talking dismount, right, to end, like, clearly absolute confusion. It's like, what was that? What just happened? Cut to the Gata's mental health panel. Uh, he's on stage with Demi Lovato and some random dude in fatigues. Uh, and uh, Gata is trying to compete with her over life struggles. L's in the crowd rolling his eyes in the audience watching Gata try to win. You have this reality TV show producer approaching L's, pitching him on a show, this mental health reality show called Nut House. And I usually have, doing these recaps, I will have the subtitles on. Because sometimes it's hard to understand what people are saying, or I want to accurately write down what people say, and it's just easier than having to rewind constantly. I just hit pause and see the whole sentence. It's spent, spelled nuthouse as N-U-T-H-H-A-U-S, nuthouse. So I don't know what that means, but specific so maybe that'll come up uh in the next episode maybe gator will be part of that reality show in the next episode either way comes up pitches this show to els uh and saying that he wants gator to be a part of it els is like yeah he go tell him he'll probably be it he'll do anything to be famous at this point cut to gator on stage uh you know eyeballing kind of flirting with a woman in the crowd in it maybe uh, after his story about being catfished, after, you know, being a sex addict, all this stuff. Uh, then as he feels the host go to move on to the next subject, he jumps back in talking about not knowing his dad and being raised by his auntie. But he calls her his mom. Right. The host calls it beautiful and starts a round of applause. And there's also some dude in fatigues, as I said, never says a word. So Gata is kind of winning the panel. Kind of winning the panel. And doing everything he said he was going to do. Dave, cut to Dave, on his phone, at the just kind of hiding away on this phone with Allie about dropping the ball, not inflating his suit, not doing the thing he said he was going to do. She tells him the most visible thing from the event is always the bathroom selfie, that he needs to find out when, where, and how to get himself in that bathroom selfie, right, to get some kind of uh, recognition that he was there. She tells him to find out when and to pull the cord, which 
if he turns into a 40-foot earth, there is no bathroom large enough to contain that. That is going. He's going to kill everybody in that bathroom if he pulls the ripcord. He will probably die because he's going to be poking out the top of this thing. It's, it's not good. You can't do it. You have to do it. It's 40 feet. 40 feet. I don't know. The largest bathroom I've been in is never going to be, especially like ceiling, floor to ceiling ratio. 40 feet. You're not going to do it, man. Horrible idea. I'll get, get in the picture. Sure. Don't pull the ripcord. But while she's telling this, Rachel McAdams comes over, asks if she can use Dave's outlet. Dave's recharging his phone. And Dave's just in awe. They kind of get to know each other a little bit. She wants to turn his experience around. He's not having a great experience at the Met Ball. She wants to turn around, watch, wants to make it fun for him, right? His first Met Gallet should be fun. And he asks about this bathroom selfie. And she says she's going to get everybody, she's going to corral everybody, get everybody together to meet in the bathroom. She's not going to do it. She's done it. No desire to do it, but she'll get everybody there for Dave, right? And then they both, because they're wearing ridiculous outfits, can't stand up on their own. So they kind of need each other's momentum to get up. So they get up, they split up. <clears throat> he goes to this bathroom and waits, decides to go into a stall. When he sits down on the stall, when he sits down on the toilet, you hear the chains that is, that's the ripcord, the chain, you hear it clank on the toilet. I'm like, oh, he's in this bathroom stall. The chain probably just got caught on the toilet. And what's going to happen is that he's going to stand up to go be a part of the selfie and it's going to pull the ripcord when he leaves the toilet that's where i'm at now it's like okay like there is this constant throughout this episode of like when is this cord going to be pulled and that's where i'm at now this is where it's going to happen let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention, attention. All, all ray, ray taylor, taylor show, show fans, fans. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high-quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. And while he's in the, in the stall, he sees Don Cheeto walk in, talking on the phone, Right, personal stuff, so he checks in the stall. Dave hides so Don can't see that he's in anybody's in there, right, to make sure he thinks he's alone. And Don, you know, walking around on the phone, and then he's asking somebody to pull the thing down because this thing he put up says he f fuck all white people, right? He doesn't want Don, Don Cheadle doesn't want people to see that, so I don't know if it was a tweet or something he put up somewhere else, who knows? He wants this person to take it down uh and he gives himself this kind of has this like moment where he like does this thing in the mirror and then as he turns to leave he lets off some farts very interesting S dave getting to see a little bit more of the real don Cheadle in the fiction of this reality uh everyone starts filing into the bathroom now to take this selfie including don Cheadle. Dave walks out of the stall. No problem. So I was wrong again, right? No 
use of this, the, the globe thing in a fight club situation, didn't get stuck to the toilet. Jack talking shit. Like, what are you doing in here? Were you hiding in here waiting for this? And Dave's trying to be like, no, I took a shit. And Jack goes in there, can't smell, doesn't smell like you took a shit. And I know shit, right? And then MGK apologizes again for what happened to Germany, obviously, in the episode with the, the bomb fake death episode. He saw the tweet from MGK apologizing for Germany. Dave's like, you don't have to apologize for what happened in the Holocaust. And he's and Machine Gun Kelly's like, that's not what I was talking about. And Dave's like, I've never I've never been to Europe. And everybody's like, what? You've never been to Europe? You've never it's like gross, bro. Like, who are you? And Jack's like, I even I've been to Europe. And then Dave starts getting the suicide bomber look on again. As they're all getting, like, let's get this picture. Let's get it out of the way, right? And just when they're about to take the picture, Rachel McAdams comes in again. And Dave, once again, aborts on his suicide bomber mission. And as they take the picture, Jack flips off the camera, but, of course, puts his hand right in front of Dave's face. To block him in the picture. And afterwards, when they're all out, Dave thanks her for setting him up for success. Uh, she says no problem because he's so cute. Then asks him if he wants to get a meal sometime. And just then Robin calls, but he puts that he... Um, she He gives his phone to McAdams for her to put his, her name and number in his phone. And just then Robin calls. He declines her call and then gives the phone back to Rachel to put her number in. And she tells him that she is excited to hear this rap that before he said he would write a rap about their first meeting. And uh, so she's like brings that up again. It's like I'm looking forward to that rap. So now not only does Dave have a date with Rachel McAdams, but also is probably going to need to write a song, which would not be surprised considering the show and just how I get stressed out about stuff that one, that's probably going to fuck up his relationship with Robin, but also he, I wouldn't be surprised if he uses the song that he made for Robin that he needs to write lyrics for. If he makes that about Rachel McAdams instead, I can see it happening and I don't like it. Like, I can see this slow-motion car crash happening in further ep episodes down the road. Maybe the finale, maybe the next episode. I don't know, but that's where I see it's going. And I'm not happy about it. So she leaves, reminding him, write that song. Allie texts him, asks if he did it. Robin asks if he hung out with anyone famous, anybody cool. And he starts to answer yes, but then changes his response to say it was uneventful. And as he walks away, right, he's leaning up against this building. As he walks away, the rip card gets stuck on something and he starts to inflate. Cut to the credits, but we have audio of him starting to inflate. Him running, telling people to watch out, yelling that he's sorry, right? And also save the earth. 
you hear horns honking, cars crashing. So it's like we don't see the mayhem that comes from him, that ripcord being pulled. But we know chaos happened. We know that in the next episode, has to be the next episode, we will get an idea of the chaos, probably how this in maybe have improved his visibility in the world. Who knows? But it did happen finally at the very end. But I'm not happy with where this is going in regards to Dave and Robin. Not happy at all. Dave, like the guy who says he doesn't care about famous people, but clearly will change everything in order to, you know, ruin his relationship with Raw. I mean, we haven't seen it happen yet, but I could see that's where it's going. My fears were realized, although I, every time I thought that ripcord was going to get pulled, it didn't until the very end. So good on you. I I'm assume all of these things are intentional. Every time this, this show makes me feel anxious, nervous, stressed out is on purpose. But the ripcord finally did get pulled. And probably the best way, right? And not showing it. One, he was outside, so that's good. So people, if he had done it inside, people would have died. For sure. Or gotten seriously injured. Which still could have happened with the car crash and all that stuff. In this episode, I learned who Jack Harlow was. Apologies. I know now. I, th- th- I'm, you know, this, I'm probably the worst person to be doing a recap podcast on Dave, considering how many famous uh, people, musicians. I have no idea. I, do, I, I, I don't really care about famous people that's the you know the difference about me and dave right we both say we don't care he knows who everybody is because he does care i have no idea i have no idea there's probably been in this show throughout all of the episodes there have been probably cameos that i had no idea they were cameos no idea if I didn't Google Jack Harlow, I would have just, oh, that's just in this world. That is his nemesis. And, of course, they would cast somebody who looks like Dave. Anyway. Allie has a very fortunate opportunity to work with Dave just after this worry I had. Her immediately getting fired justifiably in in some ways, kind of. Uh, but, you know got the opportunity to work with Dave right away. So that's good. And it's kind of fitting. It's actually kind of funny that she's the moral compass. I mean, she is probably the most moral person, but considering how she was just fired, then to be the moral compass of Dave's career is, which I could see that coming back to haunt Dave as well. If there is going to be an episode, if the final episode is everything coming back to haunt Dave, faking his death, the fan with the the cement head, the uh, his moral compass person in charge of his his career in that instance, somebody who might face charges with a student, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that comes back. Although it does seem like Gata won his panel and may be in a reality TV shoot so soon. Emma, not in this episode at all. Uh, but her camera was in this episode. And hopefully the footage is still there. 
and I hate that Rachel McAdams may have just inspired Dave to end his relationship with Robin. Uh, despite what Dave said, he definitely loves being amongst the famous people. Uh, great episode in general. I'm excited to see where we pick up in the next episode. Uh, after Dave causes so much carnage with the inflatable world outfit post-gala. Uh, there's only two episodes left in this season. I really hope we get another season. I, it feels like they're finding their groove after kind of what was a dramatic and turbulent second season, which I love. I mean, there is... I really do. Second season might be my favorite season. I think there's more comedy in the first season. Like, the end of every episode, there was a great... It was very comedic, the end of every episode in the first season. Second season, very introspective, very deep, very, like... it. I, I love the second season. Tonally, so much different than season one and season three. Uh, but this season feels like they've found a good groove on how they want to produce the show, write the show. I think it, it really is coming into its own. So I would love to see... I hope this continues to go right. And each season does have a very different vibe. So next episode, season three, episode nine, dream girl, Dave straddles the line between reality and fantasy. Maybe with uh, Rachel McAdams as Emma's tour documentary is finally complete. So maybe he didn't ruin the footage. Who knows? Maybe the documentary documentary will be the spark that ignites all of the the ghosts to come haunting the Dave. <laughs> I said that very poetically. The uh, uh, either way, I'm excited to see what happens in the next episode. But that is a wrap for our episode of the Dave Recap Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you come back next Tuesday for more laughs, insights, and opinions of this awesome show. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube.com slash Aspire Disorder if you're watching this. Until then, I'm Ray Taylor reminding you to keep it real, keep it funny, and keep watching Dave. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.